My name is Carla Casulo. I'm an associate professor at the Wilmot Cancer Institute in Rochester, New York. It's affiliated with the University of Rochester. Currently, there are a multitude of various treatments approved for the management of follicular lymphoma. They differ depending on whether someone is newly diagnosed or if they have relapsed disease. At the time of their diagnosis, there are well-established regimens that have not really changed that much in the last several years, um, but include chemotherapy with either bendamustine or CHOP. And bendamustine or CHOP is typically combined with an antibody known as rituximab. That is what we call chemoimmunotherapy. And rituximab or another antibody called obinutuzumab are two of the most commonly used uh, frontline treatments for follicular lymphoma. The other option is what we call single agent or monotherapy with rituximab. And then in some, in some academic centers, the combination of lenalidomide with rituximab is used. And all of these strategies are what would be considered standard in the first line or newly diagnosed setting. Some patients undergo observation if they don't meet criteria for treatment. However, there are a multitude of other options that are used and studied in patients that have recurrent lymphoma. As I mentioned, the treatment for first-line or front-line follicular lymphoma has not changed drastically in the last, I would say, 10 years with the exception of obinutuzumab-based treatment, which is that antibody that I mentioned. But in the relapse setting, there are a number of different things that have emerged. I, th I like to think about them in a couple of different classes. So to begin with, we have basic chemotherapy again, which can be used. So if someone had bendamustine in their first-line setting, then sometimes patients are treated with CHOP in the second-line setting. But aside from the standard IV chemotherapies, we also have oral chemotherapy drugs that are highly effective and frequently used. So that would be, for example, a drug called lenalidomide. Lenalidomide combined with rituximab is a commonly used and highly effective treatment that was published a couple of years ago. There's also a drug class called the PA3 kinase inhibitors. Now, that's an interesting class of drugs that has some unique side effects. And interestingly, as of December of 2021, the indication for follicular lymphoma was actually withdrawn by the FDA. So the companies wrote to the FDA requesting that the, the drug no longer be approved for the indication of follicular lymphoma. And that would include a drug called dubilisib and another one called idelalisib. Those were some of the earlier ones that were used to treat patients with follicular lymphoma. But, you know, due to some concerns about safety and some other concerns about drug development, it doesn't appear that they are going to be pursued anymore. There is one drug within that class called umbralisib and another drug within that class called copanlisib. And both of those remain valuable options for patients with follicular lymphoma. So I think that that's not a commonly recognized thing, but that has just actually evolved in the last couple of months. And then there was a new therapy recently approved called anti-CD19 CAR T-cell therapy, which is for patients that have follicular lymphoma that has been previously treated several times. And that's a highly effective and has a different toxicity profile. It's meant for patients who really are fit and healthy, but that's a very novel treatment that is being offered. And then lastly, a, a drug called tazimidostat, which is an, uh, a drug that blocks an enzyme called EZH2, which happens to be a very important target in silicon lymphoma. A lot of various different choices that are at our disposal. And honestly, the way that we choose between them depends on each individual patient.
One of the things that I'm pretty excited about is studying a class of drugs called the bispecific antibodies. These drugs aren't really approved yet. They're being studied. But basically, they are drugs that target two different proteins on the surface of the lymphoma cell. Been met with significant success in follicular lymphoma, actually, as well as in certain other lymphomas. And I think that there are drugs that may give some of these more aggressive treatments like CAR T-cell therapy. It might give those treatments a run for their money because they are a little bit less toxic. They can be given sometimes in an outpatient setting, and they're easier to deliver to patients in more of a community setting. Those drugs are very promising as being what appear, again, you can never compare these head-to-head because they haven't been compared in large studies head-to-head, but in what appear to be similar what we call efficacy or success and possibly less toxicity, I think those are really, really interesting. And there are several bi-specific antibodies that are currently being developed, explored, and tested in follicular lymphoma, both by themselves and also in combination with other drugs. And they're actually being looked at in big studies in combination with our standard chemotherapy drugs that are used for patients newly diagnosed, and they're also being studied in combination with some of the drugs I mentioned earlier for patients who have relapsed disease. So I think that's probably one of the most exciting things that we have coming down the pipeline.